Hey friends, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast and our journey through the Bible. We have been anchored down in the book of Judges. Today we're going to talk a little bit about Judges. We're going to lift up that anchor and sail on into the book of Ruth. I know we haven't read there yet. We'll be there in the next couple of days, but what a special book it is. So let's take some time today to talk about it. We're on day 96 of our journey through the Bible. Let's get started. Once again, welcome back to the podcast, day 96. If you're reading through the Bible with us, uh, congratulations and welcome. I know there's 21 of you on the app. I've mentioned that. I don't know how many of them are sticking with it. I don't go back and check the the check marks every day to keep everybody accountable. Uh, And a lot of times those things aren't even accurate, those check marks I've noticed. But but I want to thank you that are following along on the podcast, following along in the reading I want to say thank you. Got a um, mention or a message this week from, and I'll I'll share their names because I want to promote them. But uh, from a friend, Nathan Jones, he's a missionary with his family. I'm looking right now. I just pulled up their website before I got on here. They're in the, the Rankin Inlet in Canada. He's got his wife and his children there, church planters and missionaries up there in Canada. And um, I wanted to say that because a lot of, there are some missionaries and some, maybe some pastors that listen to this podcast. But if you are a pastor, and I'm sure the Joneses probably 100% support, but I'm sure they're not going to turn away any support either. And if you would like to uh, support them, reach out to me, and I will put you into contact with Brother Jones. But thankful for their ministry up there in Canada. And he is a listener to the podcast. And he admitted it's off and on sometimes, but all right, I'll allow that to slide. No, he's a busy man. I'm thankful for his ministry up there and his family their faithfulness, their faithfulness. Uh, we, he went to school at PCC where I did. We didn't really talk a lot then, uh, necessarily. There's too many kids. Uh, you don't get to know everybody. You recognize them as you pass by, but we connected in Michigan when I was assistant pastor there. And I'm um, just thankful for their faithfulness over the years in the ministry. And uh, others reached out. I know Gwen, who's been a longtime listener of the podcast, shared it on social media. And uh, I, do, I did notice that, and I do appreciate that. Thank you guys for being a part of the podcast. My writing has slowed down uh, because uh, it just takes more time to stop and think to write. On the podcast, it or it does, but I'm just so used to speaking, it, it can it comes a lot quicker together. So, but just I want to give a few thank yous and uh, really say thank you to the Joneses as well. Well, we have been studying through the Book of Judges here as we go through the Bible. And uh, the judges last on the last podcast, if you didn't listen to it, I want to encourage you to go back. When I contrasted Joshua with Judges, not the man Joshua, but the book of Joshua and the, and the conquest of the promised land and the victorious Christian living, which is what it's a picture of, versus Judges, which is a picture of just the flesh and living. Every man did that which was right in their own eyes. Just a sad book. But even though it's a sad book, it's got a lot of action to it. I had one person tell me this week, they said, I actually had in the past had read through the Bible, I was read, trying to read through the Bible. I got to Judges and I just stopped there. And I never heard that before. I've heard a lot of people stopping at the end of Exodus, a lot of people start stopping in Leviticus. Maybe they get to Deuteronomy, then stop. But he said, I got to Judges. It was just so heavy, I stopped. And he's going through it and he's reading with us. So Judges is a heavy, heavy book, but it is a picture. It's, it's a reality. It's what happened. 
but it's a reminder to us of life in disobedience to God and a life of life in the flesh. Now in there, we've, you've, you've been reading through some of the different judges. I love studying Gideon's life. And this time I wrote a little bit about it, but this time as I was reading Gideon's life, I started to uh, try to step back take spiritual brat away, not saying you don't want to be spiritual, but I just want to take off that cap that always wants to answer the right thing and just put myself in Gideon's shoes. And I come to the conclusion that he asked some pretty good questions. He, he, he made some decisions that a lot like I tend to do in my life. But to see God's patience and God's long-suffering and how God molded and worked this man from a man of fear to a man of valor, a man that was doubting to a man that was determined and a man that, that, that used just 300 others people. And he accomplished God's will. It is sad, though, if you continue studying his life towards the end, he made some, some bad decisions. And it's a reminder to us all that even if God uses us to do the greatest of things, We've got to remember those small everyday decisions could be could be detrimental. And he had some of those towards the end of his life. Of course, Samson is one of the most famous in the book of Judges. Did you notice in Judges 13 it says that Samson only began to deliver Israel? I came across that reading a book by John Butler when I was in college. And um, it was pointed out to me in that book, and I've never forgot it. Never, ever forgot it. There's just some things, it's way, maybe the weird way my mind works, but I still remember where I was when I read that, and I've never forgot it. That Samson only began, he's the only judge that has said that he began to deliver Israel. He didn't finish it. He didn't finish what he could have done. I think what God wanted him to do, because he lived such a selfish life. So there's Samson, and... All these judges, this the story is just it's heartbreaking, some of these situations that took place and the cycle that Israel constantly found themselves in. But again, let's stop for a second. Let's take inventory of our own lives. Do you ever find yourself confessing the same old sins? You ever find yourself saying, God, here I am again? It's devastating. And so all of us are vulnerable to that same pattern if we don't walk in the Spirit. Stay obedient to God. Keep our eyes of faith upon Him. And so that was the book of Judges. We are going to be pulling up anchor there, and we're starting to move forward into the story of Ruth. Very interesting story. One that one writer said, Ruth is a book of very high importance to the church. And I read that, I thought, that's a big phrase. It's an interesting phrase because the church isn't a focus of the Old Testament in the sense of it wasn't even mentioned. It wasn't even thought of by these Old Testament saints. It's not like Ruth was sitting there saying, oh, this is going to be important to the church one day. It wasn't even a concept they understood. But Ruth, for us today, is because it foreshadows the acceptance of the Gentiles. See, Ruth wasn't an Israelite. Matter of fact, Naomi's and her husband made he made a decision I think a decision not of faith and he left the Israel the promised land and went into Moab and there his sons married a Moabite women which wasn't according to the law if you remember reading through it in the Old Testament 
And then his sons later died. I don't, I'm not going to say on this podcast, I don't necessarily believe that it's because of that decision they made. So don't take it that way, but they died. They were sickly. And, um, and then Naomi's husband ended up dying of Bimelech. He ended up dying. And then Naomi's going to go back to her homeland. She hears there's bread there. She's going to go back to her homeland. And, and one of the daughters-in-law she had, she's like, I'm going to go back. Because Naomi just told them both, hey, just stay here. These are your people. And one of them said, hey, you know what? I'm going. I'm going to stay. But not Ruth. Ruth said this. And again, I didn't open my Bible to it. I've got it to Judges. But can I read to you what Ruth said? And I think it to be the key verse in in Ruth. But in Ruth chapter 1, in verse number 16, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and, my, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. She said, I'm not abandoning you. And more importantly, I'm not abandoning your God. You see, Ruth, this Moabite woman raised probably around false gods and pagans. When she learned about the true God, she believed by faith. And though she was not an Israelite, by faith, she became a part of the family of God. And so, Ruth, what a what an amazing woman. The 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 grandmother of David, the lineage of Christ, another Moabite woman. You remember we had that whole thing a few weeks ago with Rahab, and I totally botched that podcast, and I left it on there. It's okay. But I came back and clarified it, but Rahab, another Gentile woman in the lineage of Christ, and now we have Ruth, another a, a Gentile woman in the lineage of Christ. I love this little book. I love this little book. This podcast right now in this format is not designed to kind of teach through this uh, book. We're kind of going over each. We're just anchoring down. As you guys know, you're experts. You've been listening for some time. We're anchoring down and we're we're talking about the Bible and the, the overall narrative of it as we continue throughout the entire Bible. But there's three things I want you to know and think about as you read through the book of Ruth, especially if this is your first time. Three laws. There's the law of gleaning. The law of gleaning. And the law of gleaning, I'm going to read now, it says, stated that you were allowed to harvest your crop one day every day, but then whatever you missed was to be left for the widows and the poor. Left for the widows and the poor. Then you also remember, you remember we talked about this in Leviticus, you remember how you could you could harvest the corners of your feet, but you were leave the corners for the widows and the poor and the fatherless. And I've talked about specifically on a podcast that he never said how wide you needed to leave your corners. He just said, leave the corners. It's part of this law of gleaning. There was one that whatever you dropped or missed, you left. But then the other one was those corners. And you see how all the Bible, when you study it, it just starts to come together. That's the law of gleaning. Then there's the law of redemption, which stated that if you could no longer afford your land, or if the landowner died, your next of kin what you're going to see and read about its name, the kinsman redeemer, big phrase in the book of Ruth, your next of kin or your kinsman redeemer had the first right to take it over. But all obligations were included. So if you took that land, you have to take everything that's obligated with that land. That's going to come into play in the book of Ruth. The last one was the law of the 
Leverite marriage. I just said it wrong. I even listen, look, listen to that word to, to say it right, and I think I said it wrong, but either way, it stated that if the husband dies, his brother has to assume the marriage in order to properly raise up his hus- the husband's seed and the children. So if, if the husband dies of this lady, the brother has to assume that marriage to raise up that seed for that family. Those are three important laws to remember as you read the book of Ruth. It's going to help you as you walk through this book. But this book is a beautiful book. One of my heroes, Brian McBride, he um, he loves this book. I've heard him say this is one of his favorite books. Now, I, I if he's like me, every book I'm studying is my favorite book. But I've heard him say it multiple times as he's preached some wonderful, wonderful messages over the years. I've heard him preach from Ruth. Another hero of mine, Jim Shetler, who influenced me when I was at college, who is actually preaching at my kids' Christian school right now. They've been calling me and telling me about their chapel services and things like that. But but he used to preach on Ruth, some impactful messages when I was at college, I remember. And he used to say it's one of his favorite books. Ruth is a tiny little book, but it's great. Now, I haven't said this yet on the podcast, so I need to say this, and then I'm going to wrap this up. Ruth is found in the context of Judges. It's the same time period. It's like Judges, the book of Judges, we got kind of a big picture of what was going on. Now we're zooming in on one family that lived during the time of Judges. And so we see that even in the midst of the chaos that is the book of Judges, there were some pockets of some amazing things that God was doing. And one of them was this Moabite woman that only heard about Jehovah, the true God, because an Israelite, probably in a lack of faith backslidden moment, decided to leave town because things got tough. But yet God used that to bring this woman to him. And her, she's in the lineage of David. So it just, I mean, there's a lesson in that, that you could probably debate, should Abimelech and, and Naomi and them, should they have left and went there? Maybe people can debate that. I think it's there's it's safe to say they should not have. They should have trusted God by faith. But even in that mistake, if we want to call it that, God brought something good out of it. And so don't allow the, the mistakes of your life or the sins of your life or the failures of the life cause you to say, you know what, I just... I can't. I, I can't do it. I God's not going to use me. Ruth came out of a mistake. Ruth came through difficulty. She lost her husband. She came to a new place. But God saw her as he loved her. She was special. She's in the lineage of Jesus Christ as a Moabite woman. So, Fall in love with this book of Ruth. Enjoy it. It's going to go fast. It's a small book. It's going to go really fast. It's going to be in a couple days, but soak it in. Take it in. I think it's great. It's a refresher after coming through some heavy chapters and judges in the sense of just the weight of the sin. In those repeating verses, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Such a really an ugly book when it comes to that, when he'd think of sin. But in those chapters lived a lady named Ruth and a beautiful love story takes place and comes from this. So enjoy it. 
Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you. I, I may not always mention everybody that sends messages. Um, I've mentioned a couple today. But I just thank you guys for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for listening. And uh, I hope that this is helping you. I hope that our time just talking about the Bible, it just stirs something in you that makes you want to read, that makes you want to learn. I was saying this the other day. I, I don't, I'm going to ramble for a second, kind of as I wrap this up. But I was listening to, who was I listening to? I was listening to Arbulet. Arbulet on a podcast. And he was just talking about the Bible. He was answering questions. It was nothing deep. He wasn't explaining the book of Ruth or anything like that. He was just talking about life and as a Christian. And I sent a text message to my brother afterwards, and I said this. Just listening to Arbulet, a man that I believe walks with God, a man that I believe loves God, very wise man. And he said, just listening to him talk about the Bible as I walked on my lunch break made me want to be a better Christian made me want to dive in and study the Bible. Men like Brian McBride, when I hear him preach and when I hear him talk about the Bible, and he always brings tells me some whenever I see him, we're talking about nuggets that he's he's been studying. I always want to go back to my my private time and study in a better and deeper way and 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 get more into it because and it's just his normal conversation. Whenever I hear Jim Shetler, a hero of mine, preach a message. He doesn't know me. He may remember me. He know. He he won't remember me. He won't. But whenever I hear him speak, I just want to be a better Christian. I just want to get into the Bible more. So my hope is that not when you hear me, because there's nothing good about me, but my hope is that just thinking every Thursday morning, thinking about where we've been reading in the podcast and talking about it, I say talking, that's like a two-way thing, listening, me talking about it, but us just focusing on the Bible, anchoring down and saying, here's what we just read, and isn't God good? And sometimes life stinks, and sometimes life's difficult, but people have been through some difficult times, and God's still good, God is still gracious. Look at this nugget we just read. The Bible is just awesome. And I hope that this year, I've dedicated this year, I've put everything in, in the sense of we're just going to read through the Bible and talk about it. That's what this is whole thing about. If at the end of this year, this podcast ends, it ends. But if we fall in love with the Bible, it is going to change our lives. So, hey, I don't know where all that came from at the end, but thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. Enjoy the end of Judges. Enjoy the book of Ruth. Then we'll move into some more books that I absolutely love. Can't wait to where we're going. I should give some teases to those, but I won't. We are we are getting into some good stuff. Enjoy. I'd love to hear your feedback. Send me an email. Send me a Facebook message. Send me a text message. Let me know what you're thinking about your reading. I'd love to hear it. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you back Sunday as we continue our series in Romans. I should say real quick, one more thing. We didn't do Romans last week. We had no power, no electricity at our house, at our church. And so we didn't, it was super cold in our auditorium. We didn't end up having Sunday school. So this week, Easter Sunday, I'll be back and we're going to be teaching through Romans chapter two and into chapter three. See you then. Have a good week.